The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. This is Bill Friday with another edition of Larry Doesn't Play Here Anymore. And Ron McGoy, welcome again to the program. Well, thank you very much, Bill. It's a, it's Monday, March 27th, and there is a little hint of spring in the air today. There certainly is. It, yeah, almost walking out there without a coat on. In short sleeves. I know. It's amazing. It's, it's, there's a harbinger of spring, much like the... You know, the home and garden show that's coming up this, I believe it's this weekend here at the well, Rec Plots. April, no, it's April, April the 8th and 9th. April the 8th and 9th. Oh, Somewhere. I'm rushing it. Yes, you are. Don't rush it. Do um, you realize we that you've got you... so many things to do before the home and garden show? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you guys are butting up against the Masters that weekend. Well, yeah, but we, you know, we can do that. And you can do both. We can do both. You can do a little home and gardening, and then you can do a little uh, golf watching. And and, uh, you'll find that our attendance drops off in the afternoon on Sunday, probably. But that's okay. That's okay. Closes at at 4 o'clock on Sunday. Wonderful. Yeah. Now, tell me a little bit about what's going on in the East End as far as golf is concerned. Well, Larry has a place to play this year. You do? I do. Well, as as hopefully most of our good listenership is aware, I've spent the last three seasons at formerly Wasaga Sands, one year at Wasaga Sands, and then two seasons uh, at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Uh, there was an ownership change. And we've, we've touched on, you know, the ups and downs of, of, of just golf in general on the beach. And sadly, um, I haven't heard from any of the management team over at the golf course and I mean there's rumors about everything but but uh, tell me about uh, you you're, you're talking management team over there now mm-hmm. uh, Errol was there Errol Smith was our general manager last year Errol has uh, has, has moved on and taken a, he's he's now um, the general manager of Bateau Creek really uh, which is in um, I guess technically it's not Ottawa well, it could be not Ottawa. Not, not, Ottawa, not, Ottawa. not, not Ottawa. And I'm thrilled for Errol. Uh, I know he's going to do a great job over there. They have uh, an excellent facility. Uh, I had the pleasure of popping in and, and you know just talking to Errol a little bit. And he's in the dark with the future of, of Twin Creek, so he, he, he could not pass up a good opportunity like that. So I, I started knocking on a few doors because, uh, you know, I, I love... I love I love working in the pro shop. I love interacting with the golfers. It was absolutely uh, it was a joy and a privilege to work for the membership over at the golf course the last three years, and I, I thought I'm really going to miss this. So we do live. Uh, my wife and I do live here in the beach over at New England Village, which is over in the East End, and it was, it's just off of Highway 92, and it's a it's a very nice townhouse development that was uh, I believe built by Baywood Homes, who have since moved on and, and, and they are no longer involved in a, and a new company, a new investor group has come in and is working closely with Elm Homes to continue with another phase uh, of homes and also to continue to develop a golf course community there. And formerly the links of New England Village 
the golf course is uh, still in place and they're working on taking it to the next level and improving golf course conditions and, and growing the business there. And I had the opportunity to uh, accept a position in the pro shop for the 27th season with uh, with Joan and her and her gang over at uh, yeah. at the Links of Georgian Sands. What's uh, Joan's? What's her last name? Joan Mayo. Jane. And many of our listeners will be probably familiar if you're in the golf uh, scene at all on the beach. Joan worked for many years at Marlwood, and, and is well connected with uh, you know with the golf scene in the beach. And uh, I was I was very impressed with. Uh, the plans they have for the golf course, um, for a pro shop uh, and, and a clubhouse down the road. And it is a... Now, I believe when you first came up to the beach some 10 years ago, you, you used to play a little over there. I did. I did. I played there uh, a few times, and uh, I I found it a very, very long course for me, and, and maybe not for a lot of the better golfers, but uh, for me it was a... It was a long course. That's all. Well, yeah, from the from the from the tips, it's over seven thousand yards. Uh, and what I really like about the golf course is now there's different sets of tees, but you really are on a on a full uh, you know links golf course where you're not wandering through homes. It's you're very much out in, in the country. There's lots of beautiful wildlife, a very interesting mix of holes, and Joan is is sensitive to and aware that not everybody is suited to play. A seven thousand yard golf course, or and even from the you know the mid tees, um, a lot of the tee shots for those that like to play the forward tees, whether it's seniors, whether it's ladies, or whether it's you know guys that just don't hit it a ton. So they're one of their first priorities this spring is they're moving the forward tees ahead, make it a little um, a little less daunting off the tee. But it is a a golf course that's it's absolutely walkable for those that love to walk. Um, it's not hilly. Uh, large green complex. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to uh, being part of the growth over there. Uh, they have some very, very attractive membership rates. I encourage anybody that uh, hasn't uh, taken a look um, and pop in over there. And their slate. We're, we're looking at sort of a, an early May opening if if Mother Nature uh, cooperates, because it, it does take quite a while to dry out over there. It's just the nature of the lay of the land. But competitive prices, and um, I'm hoping, well, again, with, with the, the future of Twin Creeks and our over 100 members that we had last year, um, most, I would like to say, are looking for a place to play. I'm sure we're going to see a few of the old gang over at uh, the Links of Georgian Sands this year. I'm sure you will. Now, you uh, you living there, of course, you, you won't have to drive anymore. Can you actually walk to work? Can you actually do that? Yeah, it's it's a, just a nice pitching wedge. Oh, really? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, Who's be, pitching wedge? Yours well, or mine? Well, both of us. <laughs> oh no, it'll, it, it's going to it, it's it, it's that's very appealing too. Not that the drive out to Twin Creeks was, you know, was was daunting, but it, it'll be it'll be great and um, it's a good opportunity, and uh, I'm really looking forward well, to it. It sounds like a great opportunity for you, and and there there will be lots of. Uh, golfers out there that you know of course and and they'll be happy to know that you're there as well i hope so yeah. i hope so i hope that i hope it's a, a i hope we can continue on uh just having a whole lot of fun and uh before we know it, we'll be we'll, we'll, we'll be out there yeah we'll that's out. right yeah well 
Maybe you'll get there sooner if this weather holds up. Who knows? It's really beautiful out there today. Yes, it is. It is. I uh, I have I spent some time watching television over the weekend. Any golf? Yeah, really. I was I was glued actually. I I I watched in the morning uh, and uh, saw the semifinals, if you will. And uh, we're speaking about the WGC event that was uh, in Austin, Texas. That's right. Um, a match play format with most of most of the top golfers in the world were there. Some went out early. Some, some hung out, in. Some went out early. Um, understand that uh, Jason Day Day uh, had to leave early because of his, yeah, his mother. Mom, his mom's his, uh, quite ill. Yeah, quite ill. Yeah. But didn't he win that last year? He did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Now, did he not pass out last year? Was that not the tournament where he passed oh, out? yeah, he was having some vertigo problems. Yeah, he was having some vertigo right. problems. Jeez. And I, you know why I remember that is, is that big bridge that you, you see. Well, I don't know what hole that is, but... It, it's uh, it's it's quite a yes. It, it's very recognizable. It is certainly is. And, uh, Neat golf course too. The lots of uh, you know you think of Texas as being this big flat plain. Well, I've had the pleasure of being out in Austin area, and it's very much hill country. And this this golf course has some serious hills. Oh, does it ever? Well, and these bombers are they're they're catching these hills, and the ball's running out three seventy. I know. And, and we had a very uh, we had a very competitive uh, final between Dustin Johnson and a Spaniard. They always the, the Americans love to call it the Spaniard or the Canadian. A gentleman named John Rom. I think he has a, a longer name. He does. He does. He has a, a longer name, but I guess he shortened it, and and good for him. Yes, you know he's, I really. He's quite a golfer. He's twenty-two years old, for goodness' sake. There's no, there doesn't seem to be any end to the uh, young talent on the tour. Now, Dustin Johnson is no, no new kid on the block. I, I, I think it's been a very interesting evolution of a guy that has tons of physical ability, hits at a mile, and you know his Achilles heel was like a lot of us is was around the greens, that soft touch, the putting. And he has really worked on that, and, and the results are—they're certainly—he's number one in the world now. There was uh, there was a, there was a, uh, a clip on uh, on television on Sunday where Wayne Gretzky was sitting at the table with him, and of course Wayne Gretzky is his father-in-law. Yes, he is. Yes, and, yes. and uh, maybe Wayne was teaching him how to you know be a little softer around the green or whatever. I would think so. And, and boy, if you you know if you if you can't get some inspiration and guidance from Wayne Gretzky, then you're probably not listening. And Dustin Johnson was a young guy, and we've all, we all remember when we were young guys, we, we made some rash decisions. We did some things that maybe we're not happy or proud about. But life is a, life's a journey, and uh, whether it's on the golf course or whether it's yeah. in life, and well, he looks like he's going to be an okay guy. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's a pretty good guy. He's, um, I, I think he's somewhat shy, I, I would think. I do too. Yeah, I think he's somewhat shy. Now, the other thing that... Can we just go through that match? Can you remember almost hole by hole that match? Well, I can and, remember that. I was about ready to turn it off when DJ was five up okay, so, on the front nine. So he started really, really... Started he, strong. He, he started strong, but also John Rahm, he, he was shaky. really... He was shaky. He was shaky. He was shaky. Looked like it was over and done. He missed so so many short putts on the front nine, it wasn't even funny. He came changed. Back. He came back. Yeah, match play, of course, you know, you can make it 
eight or a ten, you, you lose the hole, you lose the hole. But it, 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 you don't usually see someone come back after, you know, being down five. It's not that there was terrible weather conditions. Johnson was, I mean, he was hitting fairways and looked unbeatable, but took it right down to the last hole. Yes, it did. It came right down to the 18th, didn't it? Yes, it did. Uh, Johnson was one up uh, going up. Going uh, down the 18th, and uh, he needed that as well. <laughs> he really did. Oh yeah, no, no. Uh, it's a you've played in match play before. Yes. And, and uh, you don't see a lot of it on television. Of course, Ryder Cup. <laughs> we all know Ryder Cup and Presidents Cup and Solheim Cups are are, are using that format. It, 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 it's it's a good it's a good format. I, I I always enjoy it. And Uncle Phil was right there on, on Saturday, and, and he was playing good golf also. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was in the last, I guess the last... 16 or so. Yeah, the top eight. He, there was four four matches left. And uh, Phil, uh, Phil, I think Phil lost to Billy Hawes, but he gave him a, he gave him a, a good a good go. And he's, of course, gearing up for... For Masters. For the Masters, because mm-hmm. when you've won that many times and money's no object, that, that those majors are still... Still very much, uh, very appealing to win for these guys. Yeah. Well, what I uh, what I was really pleased about is that Bill Haas came back and and won. Actually, I guess he ended up third. Would he, is that right? He was. He yes, would be he, third. he would have been, he he would be been the bronze medalist if it was. Yeah. Uh, an yeah. And there's <clears throat> serious FedEx Cup points and and dollars involved. Lots of dollars. Yeah. And the uh, the young the young gentleman from uh, from Japan was. Uh, he hung in against some pretty good players. Did he ever made a hole in one just for? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, to tell it to Bill. You know what was nice is that Bill Haas, who had sort of gone gone down the fairway a bit, came back and gave him a big high five. You know? Yeah, it's great to see that uh, it, it is a gentleman's game in, in, in many many ways. So they're off to Houston this week for a final tune-up and a last chance for anybody that's not in the Masters to get in. And then they're going to head. Uh, they're going to head for Augusta, and on this Saturday, uh, my wife and I are heading down to Georgia, also to Atlanta. It's a twofold visit. Um, one of my wife's oldest friends is having a uh, shoulder surgery. Who she's eighty-one and tough as nails, but we're she's going to need some some hands around the house. Uh, she still lives in a lovely home in Marietta, so she when she gets out of the hospital, we're going to be there to sort of. Uh, do some cooking and cleaning and to entertain her. And also, I can get a, maybe a real good finger of the pulse of what's going on over in Augusta because I'm, geez, I'm only a five iron, you know, in, in Marietta from from Augusta. But I don't believe Beach Booster was able to get me any credentials this year. Well, we could. We could uh, give you some. We could work up a press pass of some sort. I'm sure we and, could. And you could... Uh, There's no security there. No, no. <laughs> Not much, but, but I'm going to be. I will be. In, we will be doing a show. Uh, well, live from the Masters has been taken by the Golf Channel, but we'll come up with a. We'll come up with a name for a little remote from down there, and it'll be. It'll be kind of kind of neat to be down in Georgia at least uh, during the week leading up to it. Um, so, I've been watching the weather down there. They've been getting a lot of rain. Now I don't know whether that's good or bad for Augusta because I know they like it hard and fast and slick and. So you never know if it's if it's a little soft, could be some big numbers up there. Uh, handicap in that tournament, Bill, I have no clue. There are, to me, there's ten guys right at the top of the head that can win that thing. However, this is uh, this is Dustin's year. You it know. very well could be because 
You know, they tried tiger proofing that thing back when Tiger dismantled it the first time and you know, I think it was ninety seven and they've stretched it as far as they can. They gotta they gotta take it out of state if they're gonna make it any longer. But holy smokes, if he's hitting fairways at and hitting driving the golf ball three hundred twenty with, with a good wedge game, he may be tough to beat. I know, I know. However, there's all kinds of good golfers around and you never know who's gonna come from from the pack, right? You oh no! And it, you know, it's just a great week, and you know, it's well, we all, we all, we all like the tournament. It, it is very unique. There was another sports story that I do have to touch on, and our our listenership is growing because I, I got a, a a text or a phone call from our daughter Rachel, who lives in Orangeville, and she's been starting to follow the Larry Show, and um, which is great, and you know, she's telling a few friends, Rachel. I'm not going to give away her age, but late in life she discovered how much fun playing hockey is. And her husband plays in a in a in a rec house league in in, in Grand Valley, a suburb of Orangeville. I'm sure many people have heard of it. And Rachel was out there playing with the girls for a while, and she was getting, you know, she really likes it. And I guess she was getting to the point where the guys said, "Well, why don't you play with us on Sunday? You can have your own dressing room." And she said, oh, it's, I said, well, you know, don't they have room for you? She said, oh, no, no, no. She said, it's really smelly in there. So she has her own dressing room. And lo and behold, I was, I, I was, I think I got a text from her today that she scored a real nice goal on Sunday. So we have to have a little shout out to Rach. And she said, you know, I'm not that good. And I don't often get the puck off the ice. But I guess she got in alone on the goalie. She deked him. He went down, and she put it in the top corner. On no the back kidding. End. She no. got the puck off the ice. No kidding. She got it off the ice. Good for she, you, Rachel. <laughs> way to go, Rach. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll be keeping a close eye on uh, as they get into the playoffs down there. Rachel, is she's tearing it up. Way to go. Good. Now, since you've touched on hockey, tell me about what's going on in the NHL. Tell me what's happening there. Well, who's in the playoffs? Well, we, we well, I think we have for sure. I solved our little mathematical problem, and, and it is it's the top three, three divisions in the East, three top three get in, and three in the West, three get in, and then two wild cards from each side. So we have sixteen contestants coming in. Most are decided. There's still some uncertainty in, a, in the wild card in the East. The Leafs have distanced themselves a little bit. They're actually, they're that third place team in their division now. However, they're not home and cooled. I looked today and I think the Islanders are three or four back. So the Maple Buds have to win a couple games this week. They had a goalie issue, I believe, on yeah. Saturday in yeah. Buffalo. What do you know about Frederick Anderson? I don't, I don't know, other than um, he, he was actually stretched the wrong way, I guess. And I'm not sure what happened. So, well, you know, and he didn't show up for the next period. So. Upper body injury. Yes. That's kind of vague. However, there's rumblings of, you know, they're checking for concussions. Hopefully he'll be okay because he's, he's had a pretty good season and he's played a lot of hockey. Uh, they definitely need him. So they're back on the ice, I believe, tomorrow, which is Tuesday. I'm not sure who they're playing. But they, oh, yes, I do. They're playing Carolina, who has also a heartbeat. So, you know, we can't start the playoff parade yet. But, you know, barring a big collapse, they, they should so, get in. So when does the season end, basically? The season ends uh, this coming Sunday. Oh, okay. The season will end this Sunday, and then we'll know who's playing who. There's still many possibilities on who's going to match up. But the Leafs are the last of the five. We have the five Canadian teams that appear to be in. Uh, again, we have Montreal, Calgary, Edmonton, Ottawa, and hopefully Toronto. 
So that will be decided by Sunday. Where, 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 where's Vancouver? What's happened to them? Vancouver is going to the golf course mm. for early tea times. Really? Early tea really? times. Yes, they've, they've, I don't know whether they've hung on to, you know, some veteran people too long, but they, uh, they didn't make the playoffs. I'd be lying to say I, I know what's right or what's wrong with them. I don't follow the Canucks that well. But five in there is going to be great, like we said last time. And um, it's a long run. It's I, I still do believe it is the toughest trophy to win. There's a lot of teams you have to beat, and a lot of teams you have to beat to get to the top. Yeah, you've got four rounds you got to go through. That's right. And it's a grind. And and they go out there and no holes barred. Is that correct? I mean, they they have to go out there. And yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty intense hockey. You'll see the the scores come it, down. Now it used to be at one time where they. The, the opening rounds were best of five. That's not true anymore, is it? Are they all best of seven? I'm not even going on a limb on that because, you know, it wouldn't be right if we didn't have something to check on. <laughs> okay. When we, not, when we talk next from, <laughs> from Georgia on my mind, we'll have full details on um, how many, what rounds are best I, four of seven and what are best three of five. I fives. think we better get our research department working on this stuff. You know, we come up and we don't, we keep guessing about things all the time. That would be called show prep. <laughs> However, now that we're 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 speaking to you, you, our our audience on a regular basis, yes, we are. Yes. Well, regular, you're going to take next week off. Oh no, I'm not. Oh, are you kidding me? I'll be working, uh, driving down to Georgia and then navigating the, the the wonderful traffic situation in Atlanta, which I must tell you, Toronto's bad. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is worse. I know. It, it, it is, uh, and part of it is, you know, our family, you know, in, in our culture here in Canada, there's quite a few vehicles in the family, but it's nothing like in the United States. If there's four people in the house, there's four cars. Mm-hmm. Then you throw four major interstates that all kind of connect in the, you know, the Atlanta metropolitan area. People are going to work on, they're on the highways at 4.30 in the morning to get to work. You know, it's, I guess it's progress, but boy. Sunday morning is the best uh, time to go through Atlanta, I would think. Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're all going to church. They're all going. To, they're all. Oh, they, they, they indeed they are. And they have a new ballpark that's opening next week. Oh, uh, the, the Atlanta Braves have been moved from downtown. Uh, they played at the Turner Turner Field. Ted Turner and Jane Fonda. We all have great images of those guys during the Blue Jays when they first played Atlanta that year in the, in the World Series. But the Turner Field has uh, outlived its, I guess, usefulness. And what they're doing down there is they're moving. They've built a new stadium. As the crow flies, it's probably, geez, it's only about 25 kilometers from downtown Atlanta. An easy four-hour drive. (laughs) But they built this beautiful retro park. It's about 35,000 people. It's up in Smyrna. If there's not enough traffic going down up and down 75, this is going to add a little bit more. I think they're going to have some light rail, ultimately. But the Braves are... Are going to be uh, opening up brand there. new park, brand, brand new, new park. park. That's driven great. by it a couple of times because we've been down. We've been down to Atlanta a couple of times the last few months. What kind of you know in in today's age, mm-hmm. baseball age? Yes. How how many seats would they build a new stadium? How many seats there? Well, they've they've scaled them way back from the you know the large football stadia, you know from Olympic stadium size and Sky Dome sizes. They've they're they're paring them back to roughly forty thousand. Again. I think it's economics, and I think it's to be able to create a little bit more demand for your product. Nothing worse than, you know, if you have 30,000 at a game and you pan through a 40,000-seat stadium, it doesn't look too bad. If you have 30,000 and 80,000-seater, it, it's not doesn't look it so really, good. It really, really looks bad. And, you know, Bill, it makes some sense. When you've got 
you're playing 81 home games because they play 162. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of seats to sell 81 games. And so, yeah, more and more of the new stadia are, 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 are smaller. So basically what the, what the Blue Jays did with, uh, with the Sky Dome, and I know that's not the name anymore, but no. it will always be the Sky Dome. Yes. Um, 50,000 is a good, is a good, uh, oh, yeah. a Sky good Dome, seating 50,000 works. That ballpark, yeah, I guess it's becoming outdated. I, I don't know. Uh, you hear different things about it. Uh, I've always, when the roof's open, it's in the sunshine. It's it's an okay play, place a, to watch a ball sure game. It is, sure it's is. the same old challenge for us that are, are not living in downtown Toronto. It's a challenge getting in and out. It is. However, that's a, mm. you know, would it be better to have a stadium uh, somewhere out at Woodbine and, and be able to, you know, appeal to a market that's not just downtown Toronto? That's that's a, a question for, I guess, the Rogers. Obviously, when they built it, how many years ago, they decided it should be downtown. Yes, it opened in 1989, actually. 89? Yes, yes. Okay. yes. 1989, so it's been there quite a while. All right, all right. I, I, did I ever tell you I was at the first game? I, I probably did. But I, I remember that April 1977 day. April, well. April the 7th, 1977. It snowed. The snows were blowing off yeah. the lake. Doug Alt was hitting three home runs, I yes, believe. Yes, he did. Doug he did. Three. And was it was it Doug Alt also that was running around the field in snowshoes? Oh, it was great. It's it does have it got it has quite in a the old exhibition a stadium, eh? Against my father's favorite team, the Chicago White Sox. Yes. Who had these god awful uniforms back then? Yeah. But they had a pretty good team, and uh, yeah, that was uh, holy smokes, nineteen seventy seven. Nineteen seventy seven. Yep, April the seventh, April nineteen seventy-seven. You you must have been you must have had to go home sick that day. No, I I was uh, matter of fact I, I I brought my son and a friend of his and, and we went and we we paid two dollars for our seats and we sat out there and, Isn't that and but we were there we were there oh, yeah just I, like just like the uh, CN Tower when it opened. In 1977 as well, I think. Yeah, there was a lot happening in there. 1977, we were up CN Tower in 1977. We were up the very first day as well. No kidding. And I have a little a little ticket to prove that I was there. Yeah, that was a big that was a big year for the uh, you know the changing uh, landscape of downtown Toronto. It, it certainly was. Ron, is there anything else you'd like to say before you uh, take another holiday? Well, there's always lot. I always want to say lots, but I'm I'm just uh, I'm really glad that we're 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 back on a regular basis. It's a great time of year to, like we've said many times before, there's so this might be the best time of year in sports, maybe rivaled by the fall. But we've got Stanley Cup playoffs, we've got NBA playoffs down the road, we've got the Masters coming up. Before you know it, it'll be Canadian Football League time. Well, we got baseball. You didn't mention baseball. Oh, I forgot baseball. Yeah. See, there's so many things and, and, going and, on. And, and, of course, we're still in the Final Four, which you don't want to talk about because you don't know the teams. Well, still me in. Who's in, by the way? I have no idea. <laughs> Perfect. More show prep needed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we will. Yeah. I will speak to everyone next from Georgia as we... With a Georgian accent, probably. With a Georgia peach, perhaps, in hand, and a uh, uh, hopefully some, some great weather to bring back up here when we get home. Good. Uh, and um, I'm, I'm glad you got settled with your, with your place in golf. 
uh, for this coming season. That that is really good. Oh yes, yeah. I can't wait to see everybody at the uh, at the links at Georgian Sands. Uh, bring your bring your long game. Very good. And that's another edition of Larry doesn't play here anymore. You're listening to Beach Booster Radio. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.